Hello and welcome to our next episode of Talk Concord, a City of Concord, New Hampshire podcast. This podcast brings you information about current and future happenings centered on why Concord is a great place to live, work, play, and invest. I'm Stephanie Breton, Public Information Officer, and today we are talking about Bike Month, which is in May. And May is actually National Bike Month. It's promoted by the League of American Bicyclists and celebrated in communities from coast to coast. Established in 1956, National Bike Month is a chance to showcase the many benefits of bicycling. I'm sorry, I'm having a tough time with that word. And encourage more folks to give biking a try. So just for reference, Bike to Work Week will take place May 15th through 21st, 2023. And Bike to Work Day is on Friday, May 19th. So today, I'm joined by Tim Blagden, who is here to talk about the Concord Lake Sunapee Rail Trail. So w- welcome to the podcast, Tim. Thanks, Stephanie. So the, the goal of the Concord Lake Sunapee Rail Trail is to connect Concord to Hopkinton, Warner, Bradford, Sutton, and get you all the way up to Lake Sunapee and Newberry. Excellent. So this includes an overall vision of a family-friendly trail um, for biking and walking, cross-country skiing, snowshoeing. Um, you can even ride your horse um, and uh, mush your dog sled mm-hmm. uh, on the on the trail. And in some places, uh, snowmobiling is allowed also. Um, Excellent. It, we get asked a lot, so I'm going to say Category 1 and 2 e-bikes are allowed. Okay. Um, and to understand why we work so hard on this trail, um, you have to know our tagline. That's ice cream every 45 minutes mm-hmm. uh, because when we get this trail done – People riding bikes will come to a new town center every 45 minutes. And that's just a fun way of saying that we bring you to the places where you have to go or you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's why ice cream every 45 minutes. And everybody likes ice cream. Oh, really. we so do. We to do. say that you're going to get somewhere and get an ice cream is also sounds great. So thank you for that. For anyone who is kind of unfamiliar with the trail here locally. Could you give us an overview and tell us more about why the trail is great for biking? Sure. So in Concord, our first section runs from 25 Fisherville Road uh, west out to Carter Hill Road. Okay. Um, So that's where it is. In 25 Fisherville Road, we have a parking lot there and a bike fix-it station, so it's a great place to access the trail. Mm -hmm. Um, Why are rail trails uh, good for biking? So being former railroad lines, they're flat, they're wide, and separated from traffic. So this makes it an excellent place for a leisurely bike ride for people new to biking or uh, biking again for the first time in many years. It's a great place to practice starting and stopping and general skills like shifting gears. Um, The long sight lines you get provide trail users with lots of time to plan how to pass someone coming down the trail or yield to other trail users. And they're really good places to take kids who are just learning to ride a bike. So you can turn them loose and see them for a long distance. Yeah, so nice and safe and also flat, yeah. So you just you just mentioned um, we have the section here in Concord that connects from Fisherville, Fisherville Road to Carter Hill Road. And can you tell us a little bit about that section of the project and maybe a little bit of the history behind it? I know many people use it year round. You mentioned all of the different uses and why it's great for bikes, uh, stroller. And I know also people like it for strollers and wheelchairs as well for the same reasons. Sure. So. The, the history on it is, 
It used to be part of the Concord and Claremont Railroad that okay. was built back in the 1850s. Um, and that railroad line was f- um, fully abandoned. So the state, mm-hmm. it, it, was a, it stopped being a railroad before the state was buying up former railroad corridors. So it's now parcel by parcel, we have to stitch it back together. So mm-hmm. we're really putting Humpty Dumpty back together again. And uh, on this two and a half mile piece, it, uh, the Fisherville Road uh, section is privately owned. Um, we called the um, landowner and asked, may we please uh, have put the rail trail in? He said, yes, you may. And you can have the space for the parking lot also. Excellent. So, uh, yeah. Just awesome. And then uh, the next section, uh, the city of Concord had an easement over some private property. We were able to... Uh, put together a license agreement with the city to operate uh, and build and maintain a rail trail on their land. And then further west, it was another uh, private citizen in Concord um, whose father had worked in conservation work out in New York State. And um, they felt this was a great opportunity to do some conservation work here in Concord. And so, again, they uh, provided an easement, and mm-hmm. uh, and then the the westernmost section is owned by the city of Concord. Um, so another license thing. So it was four um, things had to come together, and mm-hmm. and then we had to start raising money and do it. And we got the first piece open right as the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we couldn't do a trail cutting, you know, tra- a ribbon cutting. Um, uh, but uh, funding for that first piece uh, was in part by recreational trails program. We had uh, Senator Shaheen came out and did a groundbreaking with us. I remember um, that ceremony. Yeah, that was nice at the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so and businesses um, have been wonderfully supportive as well as private donations. So so it's so that got the first piece going um, in the spring of 2020. And then we built uh, some more of it um, uh, two years ago and started to build another piece last year, ran into some quality issues um, and uh, so we didn't get much done last year. But then um, at the end of last year, we um, had been awarded tax credits from the New Hampshire Community Development Finance Authority. Okay. So that was awesome. That created a, a huge opportunity for New Hampshire businesses to participate in the development of this trail. So between local businesses like Graponi Automotive, Sullaway and Hollis, um, Sugar River Bank, uh, and and businesses from around the state, in, including CNS Wholesale Grocers, NGM Insurance, Cold Springs RV, Irish Electric Corp, and in Hopkinton, Cleveland Waters and Bass, um, Merrimack County Savings Bank, and HEB uh, Engineers, uh, we were able to pull together two hundred thousand dollars worth of support for the trail and then other private donations uh, came in giving us another 40,000 and that should be enough we think to build the trail all the way out this year to Carter Hill Road. Great. So we're, you can use it today it's a natural surface um, mm-hmm. on the western half of it but uh, we'd like to have that nice smooth stone dust surface uh, mm-hmm. which um, you know is really good for uh, side-by-side walking and people who may be uh, a little older and, and uh, want to not have any roots to deal with um, for a good stable surface. And it's easier right. to, it, you know, my mom's 92 and, and mm-hmm. I take her out occasionally in a wheelchair and 
push her along. Um, it, it's nice to have a smooth surface. Better for her, better for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's definitely people who like that option to have the nice smooth surface. So absolutely. And it. Yeah. And um, you asked about uh, is it used year round? Mm-hmm. It is heavily used year round. Like mm-hmm. uh, we we snow blow that parking lot in the winter time. I drive in from Warner and and do it. Um, I can't get there before there's people parked and and walking their dogs year round. And please, we know your dogs love it. There is no poop fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, please pick up after your dog every time. Um, that's uh, we, most everybody's pretty good, but there's a few people that need uh, have left themselves room for improvement. So right. let's yeah. get it's that. It's a good done. reminder. <laughs> it's yeah, a good reminder. just keep the trail clean and nice for everybody to use. Yeah. So what does the future of this project look like? Well, we continue to develop projects along the whole 34-mile route. So this year, in addition to the Concord project, we expect to be building a section of trail in Kentuckuk from the library um, down to Kentuckuk Center. That's in a partnership with the town of Hopkinton. Okay. They they applied for the grant, and uh, we are providing the cash match. Um, and I'm sure probably some of the volunteer labor. Mm-hmm. Um, in Warner, we have a couple of projects that we're working on. About 10 and a half miles of this overall 34-mile vision is in Warner. So if it mm-hmm. looks like we're spending a lot of time there, it's because we have a lot of ground to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're extending uh, the rail trail piece that's on the ground at Bagley Field. That's where our soccer fields are. Um, we're extending that another half mile toward town. Um and then we, at the end of December last year, received an earmark grant from Representative Custer uh, and in oh. the federal budget. So that was a $1.2 million grant to build a trail um, near Exit 9 of Interstate 89. Okay. So it gets the trail, uh, gets users, people, from one side of 89 to the other. So mm-hmm. if you're coming in from Bradford on the west... You'll be able to pass underneath Route 89, and then we'll have a spur that brings you over to the convenience stores and Market Basket, um, McDonald's, all of that that we have at Exit 9, and then another bridge over the Warner River to have a trail piece coming down into the village of Warner. Okay. So, and, and we had to raise 300000 in matching funds to make that happen, and we've completed that so that was real yeah you know i cannot thank the donors enough for stepping up and supporting the trail Mm -hmm. um so we've got that going on in in warner and and maybe another big project coming along and um and then further west in newberry we hope to be able to go in and clear the roots out of a section of trail that's owned by the town of newberry they let us hold an event there last year a 5K event, um, Mm -hmm. along with several private landowners that opened up their land for the day. Um, And so we thank them for for doing that. But uh, I think in Newberry, we're just trying to see if we can clear up the footing on the town-owned piece, which is right behind Bubba's Restaurant at at, uh, Newberry Harbor. Okay. Um, So that's what's going on for this year. Great. That sounds like a lot, <laughs> a lot of good things to look forward it, to. It is yeah. a lot. You know, we're a, we're a five hundred one c three nonprofit. We've got an all volunteer board. This is uh, just it's a really good local and regional project, and it is supported by local donations, local businesses, and is and we're also fortunate that. 
people recognize the value of rail trails. And so we're picking up some um, donations from further afield, which mm-hmm. is really cool. So um, outside investment is coming in and supporting our local communities, mm-hmm. uh, which is wonderful, right? Yeah, that's great news. And that's great to hear. That kind of leads me to my next question, which is how can people get involved and find out more information? Oh, thank you. So we'll, we do have a website, which is the abbreviation of our rail trail. It is clsrt.org. Okay. Um, abbreviation of Concord Lake Sunapee Rail Trail. Org. And we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash clsrt. Um, if at either of those places, I think you can sign up to be on our mailing list. Um, mm-hmm. It's us that does the mailings. You're not, you know, uh, your names won't be sold. Um, okay. And we will post events on Facebook if we do a trail work day. Um, we've had people from uh, as young as six and seven um, out with their parents. We've had people uh, well into their 80s, maybe 90s, um, helping us. It, everybody likes to work on rail trails. Yeah. That's so we've got great. a lot of, um, th- there are opportunities throughout um, th- the year to, to help us with um, using loppers, you, um, doing uh, other, other trail side maintenance. Uh, we build kiosks. We put out uh, benches that we have to um, screw the slats down onto and paint and things like that. Um, so th- there's something for everybody. And if you want to do indoor work, um, we'll, we'll take that. Uh, <laughs> there's always <laughs> behind-the-scenes work to do on, at a computer keyboard. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. And I know you have some great maps on the website too. So if anyone is wondering about where the locations are that we talked about, they can yeah. find information. Absolutely. Too. Yeah, right on the front page, I think we have a direct link to where the – developed sections of this trail are mm-hmm. and we encourage you to uh, go and experience all that we've put down on the ground and and bring your friends right this is we need to t- let people know that this resource is here and mm-hmm. uh, um, and continue to take good care of it so that other landowners who own the former railroad grade will let us uh, at some point um, extend the trail over their property yeah that's that sounds good is there anything else about the trail or bike month that you'd like to add? Well, sure. So I'd, I'd like to say that now's the time to get your bike ready for the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the rail trail, uh, Concord Lake Centipede Rail Trail, and in, in working together with uh, Central New Hampshire Bicycle Coalition, has managed to get bike fix-it stations all over Concord. And what these are is that means there's a public pump that'll pump up your bike tires. It works with both types of valves, so it doesn't matter whether you have the skinny metal ones or the rubber valves on okay. your tires. It'll They should work. And there's a bunch of tools that hang down inside, so you, you can raise the seat if your kid has grown over the winter or adjust your brakes or do other simple repairs. Uh, and if you don't know how to do the repairs, there's a QR code on the post that will take you to the manufacturer's website where there are videos on how to make those repairs so how to use the stand and um, a few of the places where they are in Concord is at Concord Parks and Rec headquarters on Canterbury Road they're in Terrell Park Kimball Park there's one at NHTI at Merrimack Valley High School um, by the SAU building Um, at Concord High School Shaker School Shaker Road School 
New, uh, the Department of Transportation up on Hazen Drive has one, and there's one at Abbott Downing School, and I'm probably forgetting one or two. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah. And, of course, forgetting the one at 25 Fisherville Road right at our right parking at the lot. parking lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, great, too. And, and there's also one up in Boscawin on the uh, rail trail up, up there. So uh, we, we hope that to see you all on, the, on your bikes and enjoying uh, Bike Month and see you on the trails. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that um, information. And thank you again for being here today. Always a pleasure. Look forward to coming back. Sounds great. Welcome back to the Talk Concord podcast. I'm joined by Matt Baronis, who is a regional planner with the Central New Hampshire Regional Planning Commission. And he's here today to talk about the Commute Smart uh, to talk about Commute Smart New Hampshire. So welcome to the podcast, Matt. Thank you for having me. So we are continuing our, continuing our conversation about Bike Month in May, and Commute Smart New Hampshire is relevant because the program encourages and assists people in choosing sustainable transportation options in place of driving single occupancy vehicles. Commute Smart New Hampshire is a partnership between the state's regional planning commissions, state agencies, and various nonprofit transportation-oriented programs working in collaboration with transit providers and businesses. Could you tell us more about this program and how it came to be? Yeah, sure. So Commute Smart New Hampshire is really an evolution of trying to promote National Bike to Work Day. So that Mm -hmm. was kind of the initial spur of this mission and it's really grown in our mission and participation over the last decade. Mm-hmm. So it officially became Commute Smart New Hampshire in 2015. Prior okay. to that it was Commute Smart Green or, or Green Commute New Hampshire, sorry. So um, so if you might remember that from the past, but um, we've received funding from a couple different sources over that time, which is really allowed us to expand our our mission beyond just bike to work day to to have those different transit providers um, and and give people really that information needed for commuting smart and getting more people on board. We now have uh, uh, participation from the mobility manager network. So we've really expanded like who's involved and who's participating within the program over that time. That's great. And I know it's it it seems like you're you know, you're constantly improving the program and offering more um, ways for people to participate. So can you talk um, about some of the tools available on the Commute Smart website? Sure, yeah. So um, Commute Smart really offers uh, two different categories of things, trip planning um, and trip logging. So our software is backed by our software provider, Agile Mile. So they provide mm-hmm. a lot of really cool tools for the website that we use. So I'll talk about each. So in the trip planning, um, you can go in and put in the type of uh, trip you're taking, whether that's a commute or a one-time event, Mm -hmm. um, and it provides you with information about the different uh, routes you could take. So you can click on, I want a bike. What what are the bike routes we can take? And then it has like information about where the park and rides are in case you want to match up with someone who also uses Commute Smart, who is willing to carpool, you guys could plan a trip from one of those uh, park and rides. Also has uh, transit routes. So mm-hmm. any of the fixed route transit routes you'd see in Google are going to appear there, but we also have ones that don't appear in Google. So 
New Hampshire is a more rural state, so we're going to have more right. of those demand response. People show up and, and help you with a ride. Um, so those providers will show up in Commute Smart. So we're kind of expanding okay. that offering that might not be in Google Maps or Apple Maps and stuff. So we're working on getting all of those in there. Um, there's a lot in there already. Mm-hmm. So it kind of provides you with, with some more options that you can have. So really using it as an educational tool to see what's out there. Yeah, that's great. And then for trip logging, say you plan out your trip and you're ready Mm -hmm. to take it, you go for it, um, you can log your trip within the system. You say what type of trip you took, you say I I biked to work or I carpooled with three employees, Mm -hmm. Um, you log it in there and it will calculate how many car trips you reduce. So the more people in your car, the more car trips you reduced and it'll tell you all the good stuff, how much money you're saving on your car per year if you take that trip a certain amount of times, how much gas you saved, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you rewards. So you get these right. little redeemable points you can you can use to redeem in raffle rewards or different uh, coupons to places in Concord and stuff. So it really just uh, gives you a little more incentive to keep going. Like maybe if it's cold out, you might feel <laughs> like you have to go for your bike ride because <laughs> right. you want to get closer to that free sandwich or something like that. Yeah, that's great. And I know for some people that um, might have a work from home day or a telecommute, you know, if it's a snowstorm or whatever, you can log that trip as well because you didn't drive your car. So, yeah, totally. A lot of people know their set uh, work from home days. So mm-hmm. you can actually plug those into the, the, the program and it will automatically record those. So, say you work from home every Wednesday, you can start getting your points by just putting that in into the system. Yeah, and I I think the website is really easy to use as well. So because we use it, um, we might talk about that. I think I have some notes about Concord employees. Yeah, I think it it runs into my next question, which is about some of the challenges. But yeah, the we use it in the city of Concord for employees as well. And it's really easy to use. Yeah, so. that's good to hear. We're we're trying to make it easier and easier. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of back end data stuff that we're working on. So to get those transit routes into the trip planner it requires a lot of data specifications and we don't always know who's taking care of that data so we're trying mm-hmm. to as a commute smart group take on that mission to gotcha. kind of have all of that data within one group and then we can have those as useful as possible within that planner yeah that's great i know a lot of work goes into that as well <laughs> so your organization runs two major events, the Spring Statewide Challenge and the Buses, Bikes, and Brooms Challenge. And like I mentioned, um, we have some City of Concord employees who participate in both each year. So can you tell us more about how people can get involved in these? Yeah, these are really our our staples of our our calendar through the year. We have Mm -hmm. our most participation during these challenges. So it's pretty exciting. So uh, yeah, we host one in the fall, but more relevant coming up now is is the May Spring Statewide Challenge. Um, this one is organizationally based, so you'll be grouped in teams based on your organization, where you work, or say you're a volunteer at some, some nonprofit that could be your team. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're automatically grouped in those based on what you input into your profile. So say you work for the City of Concord, you'll be put on that team. Mm-hmm. And then these teams are grouped into... Um, size categories and then everyone's just competing to log the most uh, reduced car trips so the more uh, people you can get on your team to to reduce their their trips to work the the more uh, points you'll get and the further up you'll go on the leaderboard Um, excitingly during these challenges we have uh, more incentives so normally we do a monthly 
gift card raffle during the challenges, that becomes weekly. We just really want to get people excited to, to participate. So any week that you log trips during the challenge, you'll have a chance to win a, a gift card, and then you can really still use those redeemable points as well. Awesome. Yeah, and it's a great time to do it because it's finally getting nice outside. I know we, we have employees that bike to work, walk to work. We have had some people carpool as well. And I know it was a couple of years ago, there was a social media component to one of your challenges. So we were very competitive on that front, which is kind of my area. So that was a lot of fun as well. I think you probably won if I remember correctly. I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. really into it. <laughs> yeah. So it no, was really fun. It's excellent. Um, love love having the word out there. So yeah, um, just, just make an account and join. And then as soon as you log a trip, you'll be part of the challenge. So we try and make it as easy as possible to join. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think the, the website's easy to use. So that's great. So do you have any advice or tips for anyone who might be interested in biking and getting started? Yeah, sure. Um, relevant to Commute Smart, I think the thing that was most useful for me when I started biking and biking to work is just doing a little bit of research on your route before you go so that you could okay. do that within the trip planner in Commute Smart. You can use other maps online, but um, you can see your bike route first on, on, tr- on Commute Smart. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of know what options you have. I also recommend maybe trying your route on a weekend so you don't feel pressed for time if you okay. like for your first try on, on a weekday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think being uh, being careful with how you plan it. I mean, there's a lot of trails in Concord. There's the rail trails. There's places with bike paths. So you might want to add a little bit to your route, but you'll mm-hmm. have a, a quieter ride if, if, if you use some of that that information you can find on our website, you might be able to plan a, a swifter route to, to work. That's a great resource. Yeah. Thank you for reminding people that we have that. And that kind of leads into my next question a little bit. Is there anything you want to share on maybe some tips um, on ways that cars and bikes can kind of coexist if you are taking that trip to work? Yeah. So uh, as, as a planner and a part of the regional mm-hmm. planning commission, our, our, our understanding is that uh, infrastructure devoted to cycling is the most effective way. So having that mm-hmm. space for cyclists, whether it's a bike lane or a shared use path like a rail trail. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be times where you, you ride in the path with, with cars. Um, I think the most important thing to know as a cyclist is that you have a right to be there and that you can be comfortable in that spot. I also would suggest not riding right on the edge of the pavement. I know when I first started riding, that was where I thought I would be safest, but you Mm -hmm. actually want to be slightly in towards the road so you have space to move right or left if need be. Mm -hmm. It's hard not to get stressed when cars come up behind you, but there's there's reason to try and be relaxed and just wait for them to... like have safe space to pass you because mm-hmm. um, that will come. Your, your, your trip to work on your bike is just as important as someone in the car. Right. Yeah. Thank you for that. That is all great information. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add about Commute Smart New Hampshire Bike Month or maybe just remind people too where they can find that information? Yeah, sure. So um, check out commutesmartnewhampshire.org um, okay. and Email us with any questions at admin at commutesmartnh.org. Um, there'll be lots of bike uh, month events going on that we're going to be advertising through Commute Smart. And if you mm-hmm. participate in them, you can you can log those trips um, and, and get into the challenge. So I would just uh, urge people to check out the website and reach out if you have any questions. 
Excellent. Well, thank you so much again for being here today and uh, sharing all that information with us. Yeah, thank you very much. Welcome back to the Talk Concord podcast. I'm now joined by Bo Peterson from the Central New Hampshire Bicycling Coalition. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. So we're talking about Bike Month, and the Central New Hampshire Bicycling Coalition is a nonprofit bicycling and advocacy organization with a volunteer board of directors comprised of community members with a goal of making bicycling safer, more enjoyable, and more accessible. So you're one of the volunteers on the board of directors at the organization, like I mentioned. How did you become interested in being part of this organization? Well, I've been a, a biker for a long, long time now. I used it for recreational, um, mostly recreational. I did biking on the rail trails and so forth. I used to live in the Upper Valley. Okay. And when I moved down here, um, I got in. Uh, I got involved with an organization called Recycle Cycles, uh, mm -hmm. where we repaired the donated bikes to give to. Uh, basically, they were being sold at charity places and for uh, at the low cost for people who who needed bikes for transportation or for children who needed who, whose parents couldn't afford bikes. Mm -hmm. As part of that, I got connected with the uh, Central New Hampshire Biking Coalition and and. And unfortunately, Recycle Cycles is not so active anymore. But I've been involved in the Central New Hampshire Biking Coalition. I've actually been on the board probably seven or eight years now. I lost track. But it's, yeah. been, it's been a, <laughs> been a, a, a long time. And, uh, yeah, so so that's how I got involved. Yeah. So, yeah, so you have the biking background. Um, and could you tell us a little bit more about uh, what CNHBC does? Uh, well, the main purpose of our organization is to raise funds and, and promote uh, biking in our community in this whole uh, capital region of New Hampshire. And so it stands for Central New Hampshire Biking Coalition. And um, we raise funds through various means, but primarily the bike swap, which we, we will be talking about later. Mm -hmm. And um, then all our proceeds goes to help organizations that uh, that do anything that uh, is good for the biking community, such as creating bike paths, maybe helping people who need bikes, uh, mm -hmm. uh, anything like that. So we help them with material supplies. We help them with financial support and, and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I did say you have kind of a lot of different uh, buckets. Of yes. things that you do yeah. on the website. So right. that's advocacy. And, yeah. 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 Um, community involvement, those type of things. Mm -hmm. So you did mention the bike swap. It looks like this is the 14th annual. And that's a notable, uh, notable event held every year in May. It, uh, this year, it's the 20th and 21st at 296 South Main Street. And drop-offs are Wednesday the 17th through Friday the 19th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So can you tell us more about this event? Yes. So the Bike Swap is our main fundraising event. And uh, I, I probably should have mentioned before that we also help with infrastructure projects. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, if you've seen those bike fix-it stations, there's one right right near Harvey uh, High School. Mm -hmm. That's something we did. That's a visible thing. So, But the Bike Swap is our main fundraiser. And... Um, uh, 
Last year, we sold over 400 bikes. Wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's a, it's a lot of fun, actually, to, to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we raise usually between uh, seven and $8,000 each time we do it. Mm-hmm. And this is the 14th time uh, we have yeah. a bike swap. So over the years, we've raised over $100,000, which has gone directly back to the community for bike promoting or anything that that helps the biking community mm-hmm. um and uh uh let's see we sold over 400 bikes so um we have a drop off that starts on wednesday as you mm-hmm. mentioned and you can drop off bikes if you want to donate a bike that's great um just don't bring any any bikes that are will require a lot of work to mm-hmm. repair because we have limited time and resources to fix them up because we want working bikes when we sell them right uh and we prefer that that uh, uh that you you bring bring them we're working maybe a little bit of air in the tires or something like that that's if we can limit it to that that would be be, be the best mm-hmm. um and the drop-off is at uh, south uh, snw sports on south main street uh, that's where the whole bike swap happens. And we have a big tent phase. You can't miss it when you go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of bikes will be there. You can also sell your bike on consignment. And, and if you do, uh, the Biking Coalition get 20% of a, of a sale of a bike, and you get 80%. And when, we, when you sell it on consignment, we will agree on a price that we're going to list it for. And if, if it doesn't sell the first day, we, we can, with your agreement, if a uh, person who want to sell it agreement, we can reduce a price uh, mm-hmm. to a, an agreed upon value. Um, and this is uh, one of the main reasons I, I want to talk about this is we need volunteers. Right. And, and yes. uh, it's a big event. It's a lot of fun. And if you're into biking, you get a, if you volunteer and you're there when we receive the bikes and when we, we fix them up, you hopefully a very limited fix-up, mm-hmm. um, you get a first look and, uh, and you have a chance to, to uh, see what, what may interest you. You can unfortunately not buy it until uh, everything. The swap opens, yeah, right? Yeah, the swap <laughs> opens. But, um, but you can sign up. If you go to SNW Sport, um, if they, they have a, the Facebook page, mm-hmm. the Instagram and the website all have links to sign up for volunteer, and, and uh, I can't stress enough that we, anyone who wants to join us uh, is welcome, and mm-hmm. it would be much appreciated. And uh, it, it's a fun time. Uh, we usually bring in pizza during the middle of the day and that sort of thing. So yeah. I know people are always asking when it is, so they definitely look yes. forward to it. Yes, yeah. yes, that's good. So we probably should repeat it. It's on May 20th and 21st, and mm-hmm. it starts at 9 a.m., and if you're there at 9 a.m., that is an event in itself because we usually have a ribbon up. Mm-hmm. And uh, when uh, we cut the ribbon at 9 a.m. precisely, there's a, just a lot of people coming in. So that's one of the main volunteer events when you have to help all these people that are storming in. <laughs> right, yeah, because they want to get the first dibs yeah. on the bike, And they right? can't wait. <laughs> and they, 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 people usually strategize and, and see what, what kind of bike what they want and all that. And, and so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I can't stress that enough. So. so if you have a bike that you may be looking to get rid of that's in good condition to sell, or if you're in the market for a bike, 
yeah. this is really an event for you. Yeah, it is. And we have uh, a lot of, you know, it's it's Rans for you. The, 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 the bikes that we offer oh, comes in all categories. We have mm-hmm. cruising bikes, mountain bikes, road bikes. We unfortunately do not have a lot of gravel bikes. They are very sought after. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of a new discipline, so to speak, in, in biking. Yeah. So we don't have a lot of those bikes, but and a lot of people ask for them. But we have, uh, if you're looking for a high-end road bike, for instance, this is the place to go because you can, you can get one at a very... Uh, attractive price. Yeah. 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 Well, that sounds good. Yeah. So stressing that you need volunteers. Yes. Um, go get a bike if you're interested in buying or selling. Yeah. And my next question, you ca- you you did touch on this because you mentioned the volunteers at the bike swap. Are there other ways that people can get involved with the organization outside of that event? Yes. Uh, uh, we have a website. Uh, okay. Uh, cnhbc.org. So uh, Central New Hampshire Biking Coalition is what that stands for. Just If you type that in in Google, you get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a lot of resources on that page. For instance, if you're looking for rides and that sort of thing, there are links there. Obviously, you can find links in other places too, but that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a, a, a link there if you're interested to join us. And we are we could really use some more people in the in the on the board. Uh, it's mm-hmm. an easy thing to do, um, but. Uh, most of us who, who are on the board now have been there for a long time, and and I've been secretary that whole time. I'm, I'm a little tired of typing <laughs> meeting <laughs> right. minutes, so maybe <laughs> maybe we could find some fresh blood we, and a new perspective. Every time somebody else comes in, uh, it offers a new perspective that would I think would be very beneficial, and, and maybe um, looking at things to donate money to that we haven't even thought about yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. I did... Uh, Right down here, because I did look at your website, and I thought one great resource that you have there on the website um, is the places to ride section. So right. broken down by my mountain biking and rail trails. Yeah. So if someone, maybe they just, they get a bike at the swap and they say, oh, well, where am I going to yeah. ride? I think yeah. that's a great resource. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and uh, yeah, we have we have beautiful rides in this area. Mm-hmm. If you're into road biking, you, you know, Around the city, you can get quickly get out in the, in the uh, quiet country roads to do biking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, the rail trails. Um, Tim Blagden, who's been here before, who's part of this whole podcast series, he is working tirelessly. I don't know where he gets all his energy from, but <laughs> yeah. he's working tirelessly for the Lake Sunapi to uh, Concord Rail Trail. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are several sections that are complete and fully usable and very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, we have a Northern Rail Trail uh, that starts in Boscoan. And mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful trail. I biked the whole thing. And it's uh, I think it's 58 miles long now. And okay, it, yeah, it that's great. It goes all the way up to downtown Lebanon. It's, it's a fantastic resource we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great yeah. ride for sure for your yeah. biking. So, can you just remind people again where they can find out information in case they uh, are interested in the swap or interested in learning more? Yeah. So for the swap, uh, primarily uh, go to uh, SNW's website, okay. their Facebook page, or their Instagram. You're gonna mm-hmm. find links to sign up to be a volunteer. Uh, if you're looking more for the Central New Hampshire Biking Coalition, uh, 
cnhbc.org is our website. And uh, as we mentioned, you'll find a lot of useful links there, but you can also sign up. And I really encourage you to to join us. Um, it's an it, it's not a very strenuous uh, thing to do, and mm-hmm. we we have a few events every year. Uh, in the fall, we usually have a movie event in the, at the Red River Theater where we raise some additional funds and mm-hmm. uh, with biking themed yeah, movies, biking right? themes. And it, mm-hmm. it's uh, if you haven't gone to that, I encourage you to to go. We show a lot of mostly we put together clips of very. Um, what we think is are interesting bike bits, and uh, uh, it's it's also fun to get out of you know, that time of year, dark, and get out and right. think about biking <laughs> again and, and get excited about it. So, yeah, yeah, as we head into the fall and yeah, the yeah. winter. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much again for being uh, here today and taking time out of your day to talk about Bike Month. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I, I think that's it. So, um by all means, uh, come to the bike swap, and if you can volunteer, we really appreciate the hand. Uh, and um, uh, just uh, just enjoy the, the spring and the biking that is uh, upon us now. And, yeah, uh, it's definitely maybe you want to get a new bike <laughs> at the bike swap and uh, right and start enjoying our beautiful area. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The today when we're recording is particularly beautiful. So yes, it is. I think there's a lot of people who yeah. are out biking yeah. today. I'm so. hoping <laughs> to get in this a little short ride this afternoon myself. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Uh, we don't want to keep you from that. But thank you again so much for being here and sharing all that great information with us. Thanks again for having me. Thank you.